This is the Mexico Revealed Podcast. Welcome to Mexico Revealed. Y Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Merry Christmas. That was a good one. Yes, this is the special Christmas edition, Christmas episode of Mexico Revealed. Now that it's December, so... We thought we would discuss today our topic would be, of course, Christmas in Mexico. What is it like? What's it like to go through the Christmas season and celebrate? Of course, Mexico is is a primarily Catholic country, Christian country. So Christmas is, is an important holiday in Mexico. And we've certainly lived through it, haven't we? So do you have any? Yep. Before we get into the particulars of... Christmas in Mexico, do you have any specific memories of Christmas when we were living in Mexico? There's yeah. one that jumps out quite uh, vividly in my mind. Oh, boy. Oh, please share, Melissa. <laughs> please tell. So the year was about like 2011 or 2012, I think. And Caroline and Sam, feel free to interject. But it was Christmas Eve, I believe, and we had a restaurant reservation to go to a nice Christmas Eve dinner at the Melting Pot. It's like fondue or whatever. And we made, we made the reservation through Open Table. Yeah, it was okay. an online reservation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Open Table. It's coming back to me. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, so we got to the restaurant and there's like no one there. There's like one hostess lady. And I think it's dad like went o'clock. in. It was four o'clock, by the way. Yeah. So we got there for our reservation. And the lady says that they were closed, I think, because of Christmas Eve. Yeah. So I don't know how we got a reservation but it didn't really work out. I think yeah. Open Table just like had it on there. And then the lady's like, no, it's Christmas yeah. Eve. It wasn't, it, wasn't, like, uh, it wasn't sufficiently synced to the actual restaurant operations. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyways, we didn't have any other options. So we decided to go to McDonald's yeah. for Christmas Eve dinner. Oh. We got there like, they were closing early too. We got there right before they were closing. We got some McDonald's, took it back to our apartment. No, and had... Where did we get the McDonald's? Did we go in? No, no drive right McDonald's drive-thru. Drive yeah, it was the drive. It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> it was a magical Christmas Eve family dinner. It was symbolic. That's what it was to the story of the nativity. No room in the we inn. We were humble. That's we were right. humbled that night. No food. <laughs> Searching for food and shelter. You guys loved it. French fries, hamburgers, soda pop, chicken nuggets. <laughs> chicken like nuggets. memory. With, with the barbecue sauce. Mm, gotta have the okay. sauce. Yeah, that's right. The chicken nuggets. Well, that was, yeah, that was a classic moment. And I think that is a good segue into one of the elements about Christmas in Mexico. And that is that 
traditionally in Mexico, the biggest celebration is Christmas Eve, where you get together for a big family dinner, that sort of thing. And so that's why the restaurants and everything was closing because everybody was going home to go spend their Christmas Eve with their families. So unless you're in a real tourist place, you're not going to find anything open Christmas Eve. Just take speaking from experience. <laughs> yes. So, but that's kind of the more traditional uh celebration of Christmas, not so much Christmas Day, although things are kind of changing with all the American influence. But uh, Christmas Eve is when they have the big family dinner get together. Christmas Eve in, in, in Spanish, or at least in Mexico, is called Noche Buena, which is the good night. So Noche Buena is Christmas Eve. And then you have the big dinner. And then also in the Catholic tradition is the midnight mass, right, where they have the the midnight mass Christmas Eve uh, to celebrate Christmas. And you can, I think you can see that on, t you can see the mass from the Vatican, St. Peter's Basilica on TV, but you know, the, the Catholic church will do the, the midnight mass. And then Christmas day is more of a recovery day. <laughs> Sleep in. Uh -huh. It's a recovery day from the Christmas Eve party. Uh, <laughs> So that's kind of in the traditional Mexican uh, celebration. And also in the traditional Mexican celebration, there weren't really gifts on Christmas Day or Santa. The gift, the day for gifts was actually Three Kings Day or Dia de los Reyes, which falls on January 6th. So a little bit later. And yeah. on that day, the tradition was to put out your shoes or socks or whatever, and the three kings would come and fill your shoes or socks with gifts. That's the, that's the traditional celebration. But I think pretty much all families in Mexico give presents before January 6th. I mean, who I really? They, I think they do both days, like some yeah. people. So you just get double, it's better. Yeah. I remember one time when Melissa and I learned about that thing with the shoes. I don't think it was Christmas, but we randomly put our shoes by the <laughs> fireplace <laughs> we're like mom the three kings they're gonna come <laughs> thankfully i had some candy yeah, it worked you remember that marianne candy. yes i remember that because they're like oh it worked like let's try it tomorrow <laughs> yeah i guess our kids were trying to get the double double benefit huh santa yeah. claus and the three kings I think it only worked once, but it was mm -hmm. magical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think there's a lot of American influence in Mexico now. And so there's a lot of families that celebrate more of an American style of Christmas with Santa Claus and gifts on Christmas morning and, and that sort of thing. I think that, uh, I mean, I guess some of that tradition comes from Europe too. So it's not just from America, but some of those other influences uh, affect Mexico. And, you know, it kind of depends on the family. I think there's some families that have more of that in their celebrations and some that are more traditional. But so Dia de los Reyes, you know, Three Kings Day on January 6th, but then, but it's, uh, it's also known as a very long holiday season because the whole season kind of starts with 
the the Virgin of Guadalupe Day, which is, do you guys remember what day that is? Virgin of Guadalupe Day? December? I just told you, yeah, December. 12. December 12th. Very nice, okay. Caroline. <laughs> yeah. Caroline was listening during our, our podcast prep. A few our warm up. <laughs> hey, Scott, so I have a core memory of December 12th. Okay. So when we lived down by Chapultepec Park. Mm -hmm. And December 12th means the start of the Christmas season, which means let's have a party. Mm -hmm. And we're talking a party <laughs> late into the night. Do you remember this, Scott? Yeah. We're in a little apartment. I don't know what And time. when that guy went out and started pounding on the door, was that? Yeah, it was like two in the morning. And the music from this house across the way is boom, 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 boom. And the neighbor couldn't take it anymore. It wasn't us. And he goes next door and he starts pounding on the door. Cayate! <laughs> I don't yeah, think it was, like, yeah, was like two, three in the morning, wasn't it? I mean, it was. Yeah, I, remember, I just remember what's going on out there. I remember looking out the window and seeing the neighbor pounding on the door. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's yeah. December 12th party. Yeah, so basically you have a whole party in Mexico from December 12th to January 6th, which colloquially is known as Guadalupe Reyes. So it's the season of Guadalupe Reyes, which is the longest holiday in the world. <laughs> and things basically shut down. I mean, like construction workers or big mm -hmm. stuff, like starting with Dia de la Guadalupe, don't they? Yeah. yeah, well, it becomes, people have lots of parties, and we'll get into that in a second. But starting with the Dia Guadalupe, you know, Virgin of Guadalupe. The Virgin of Guadalupe is the patron saint of Mexico or the patron virgin of Mexico. And you'll often see images of the Virgin of Guadalupe throughout the country. And so it's a very important day. And so, and in Mexico City is the big basilica, the Virgin of Guadalupe Basilica. And so you, you remember all the, the uh, pilgrimages oh, yeah, through the basilica? The and those big flower things that yeah. carry flower. And a lot of people on bikes and they'll have like a, they'll have big groups on, on, on the roads and they'll have like a big picture of the Virgin mm -hmm. of Guadalupe and they'll, they'll be following it on their bikes or, or walking and then with their trucks and all that sort of stuff. Do you guys remember that? I remember it a little bit, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. No, Caroline, Sam? Not really. No, I'm blank. Okay. <laughs> Well, they would, uh, and I think once you get to the basilica, then people will actually go on their knees into the into the basilica. So, so yeah, it's a very important day. But a lot of those pilgrimages, it makes for bad traffic. So, yeah. So if you're going to drive anywhere, at least in Mexico City, but I'm guessing that there's a lot of places where they have some similar pilgrimages. But Me Mexico City is where the basilica is. So definitely, if you're going to be driving anywhere on that day, definitely plan ahead because all the pilgrimages can create a snarl in the traffic. But, uh, but yeah, it's an important day. And so, but that begins the season. Guadalupe Reyes, the, the big party of uh, Christmas and everything. And they do throw good parties. Mm -hmm. they really 
Yeah. yeah and there's a name. Driving, instead of yeah. driving on that day, you can just find a party and go mm-hmm. to it. <laughs> well, and there's a name for those parties. Well, well, a lot of, you know, like we have, you'll have a lot of businesses have their Christmas parties or Christmas lunches and things like that, which is similar to the U.S. But there's a name for those parties that are during the Christmas season. Do you remember what those are called? No. Yes. The Navidad. No, Posadas. Oh, yeah. Oh, the posadas? Isn't that a soup? No, that's no, Pozole. That's pos- <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a soup? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> posadas. But do you, don't you remember the Posadas? Yes, yes. and you drink ponche yeah. at the Posadas. Ponche, ponche. Yeah. yeah. What's, do you remember what ponche is? Like a punch bowl, a fruit punch bowl thing. Yeah, yeah it's it? like a big punch bowl with all this punch. fruit and like sugar cane pieces and stuff. I thought it was it. bread at first, and then I looked it up a while ago. <laughs> Sam came prepared. Sam's been like, doing his research. They also have pinatas, and yes. it's not yeah. like the typical pinatas that you have at like birthday parties. It's, it's not like, the SpongeBob pinata. No, it's like it's, it's like a ritual in Mexico at Christmas because when you cover you have like three steps to breaking the pinata the first one is when you cover the person's eyes which supposedly represents blind faith and then the stick that you hit the pinata with represents virtue and the candy inside of the pinata represents the sweet reward for faith in God (laughs) dropping wisdom bombs left and right Sam I didn't know that. I just you sing the song and then somebody hits it. <laughs> so the that's great information, Sam. I think that and and what and I think an important element in, in what Sam is saying is that the piñata is traditionally a Christmas event, not a birthday thing. I mean, we in you know in America we've kind of turned into this birthday thing. In Mexico, they'll do it for birthdays too now, but. But traditionally, it's a Christmas activity with the posadas. And now, now Sam just shared why. I mean, that's, yeah, I didn't even know that. That's great. Uh, So they'll do that at the posadas. And I think there's something with the posadas about the, the, the history of, you know, Joseph and Mary traveling to Bethlehem and the inn and all that. There's some sort of tradition related to the posadas and i think sometimes there's even like a progression of posadas or something like that i don't know do you remember that at all marianne i i remember when we were very first there we were invited to a posada and our kids were very small but the ones melissa's age each had a little part i think Mm -hmm. read a piece of paper to read i don't know i didn't really understand much at that point Uh yeah there's some like yeah keep Sam from screaming at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like, uh, there's, yeah, there's some traditions around it. And there's some different things that kind of tie into the whole Christmas story. Yeah. Posadas, in addition to just the parties. Yeah, Melissa. I have another thing when Sam was talking about pinatas. So the Christmas pinatas are they're different like you said from like the spongebob pinatas they have like it's a circle and then they have spikes on it yeah, and i remember that they it's like a like star a, isn't it the yeah, star like the star like, in the sky 
when yeah, the but there's seven, there's seven spikes on it. And then I just looked it up because I wanted okay. to. Yeah, and it okay. says the seven peaks symbolize the seven deadly sins. So that's another. Ooh. Oh, so you're whacking. What does the stick, the sins away. <laughs> what does the stick represent again, Sam? What did you say the stick represents? Uh, the stick represents the um the virtue. Okay, so you're using your virtue to defeat the seven deadly sins. Is that what you're doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whack them yeah. Once they're dead, you get cap or yep. whatever inside it. That's the reward for whacking away the sins. Nice. Bing Remember bong. one time we did a pinata <laughs> with cousins and we put like one dollar bills in it. Remember that? Yeah, but that was If you put money in there, character pinata. Yeah, we put money in there, but your cousin who's older than you, he got most of it because yeah, he, knew. he was like body blocking people and <laughs> just yanking. I, I was like really small, so I was like trying to way. like wiggle my way through, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then once the pinata breaks, you always get hit on the head with a ton of candy, so it kind of knocks you like. You it's gotta figure frenzy. out where you yeah, are. You gotta gather yeah. your gather. Do you have any? Yeah. Do you have any? As as since you participate as children in these pinata things, do you have any tips for the kids out there that how like to best? Strategy. Yeah, what's your best strategy for the pinata? Be on the front row. Yeah. Don't be and first because then... it never breaks on the first person. Be like fourth or fifth. Um. Right. Well, you don't really want to be whacking it when it breaks because you're not going to get the most candy that way not necessarily what are you going to do throw the stick and then (laughs) you got to be ready to lunge or or what you could do is you could start spinning around stay back stay back (laughs) yeah (laughs) or or you you duct tape the bottom of your shirt and then when the candy starts falling you open up your shirt (laughs) and all the candy will fall in and have a hard hat on yeah you do have to be kind of careful because in the as sam was saying traditionally the person hitting the pinata has a blindfold blindfold on yeah so you know the kids might want to be rushing in to grab candy but the person that's hitting is still whacking away with the stick and flailing around so you sometimes kids get hit (laughs) usually what will happen though is an adult will take the stick and then once it like pretty much cracked open they'll just go and then rip it and then all the candy will fall out all right part yeah, of the gotta, experience yeah, yeah you gotta it's, no risk no reward it, <laughs> it is a it is a skill right of maneuvering you know you gotta you gotta be able to jump in there early but not get hit with the stick so. identify the best candy <laughs> the best route to go for that's right yeah. also sometimes they give the kids little bags right to stick their stuff yeah in, but. And there's also kind of a song that goes along with hitting the pinata. Do you remember the song? I remember yeah. the beat. Dale, 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 dale. No pierdas el tino, porque si lo pierdes, pierdes el camino. Ya le dice uno, ya le dice dos, ya le dice tres. Si tu tiempo se acabó. And then they're done. Next person. <laughs> so that's your time. You get to whack. So you got it. You've got a time frame, right? You have. Mm-hmm. You don't have unlimited time to 
to hit that pinata, you gotta do it while the song's going. Yeah, and they yeah. always and they always make the song really fast for the adults and really slow for the kids. <laughs> True. Exactly. <laughs> gotta give those kids a chance. You don't want the adults to break it open. No. That's lame. Well, it goes from youngest to oldest. That is true. So, yeah. Fun fact. Yeah, at least the way we would do it, right? So, so that's fun. Yeah. So another that's another fun thing about Mexico: the piñata and the Christmas season. We talked about the Noche Buena, which is Christmas Eve, and and then Christmas Day is kind of recovery. The Día de los so traditionally Día de los Reyes, the Three Kings Day, is the day of gifts with the shoes and everything but there's another tradition on the three kings day do you remember what that tradition is having to do with eating marianne remembers don't you (laughs) yes because i bought one of these just the other year for some painters that were in our house painting on this day so i'm like well buy one for them all right so what is it it's the the round, the Rosca de los Reyes. Yeah, the Rosca de Reyes. Which is it's like this a... bread thing, sweet bread. Mm-hmm. And then inside the bread. And it's baked in a circle, right? So it's like a baked right. circle, so sweet thick. bread. With... You can buy them at Costco. It has a little sugary thing. Here you can get one. Okay, maybe we should. Yeah. Are they selling them now or, or after? Probably after New Year's, I don't know. Because it's for January, but. Right, let's get a fresh one. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so it's a round, it's kind of sweet bread baked thing. And then what else about it? Remember? There's a baby in it. <laughs> not a real Muñeco. baby. Muñeco. <laughs> there's a baby. <laughs> it's not just one though. Usually there's maybe three. Really? Oh, I thought I it was one. No, pretty sure that there's usually a few of them. Well, now we gotta baby. check it out. Yeah. Like an inch. It's like a little plastic baby figure, isn't it? The muñeco. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The doll. And so when you're going to eat the rosca, you partir, you slice it into sections, into pieces. And then each person takes a piece of the rosca to eat. But sometimes if they get the piece, then the little muñeco will be in their piece. The little baby figure will be in their piece. And there's a consequence to that. Do you know what the consequence is if you get the muñeco? Come on. You know, I always thought that it was good luck to get the muñeco but I was today years old when I found out that that means you have to buy tamales for the party yeah you thought it was good luck so you're happy to get the muñeco yeah I always thought it was a good thing you get the little baby but uh, (laughs) I guess not (laughs) that's correct it's if you get the baby you have to throw a party Later in January, like the end of January, I can't remember something like that. End of January, you're supposed to throw another party, and the traditional food for that party is tamales. So, so that's you're... like the end of the Christmas season. Yeah, I guess so you really, technically you technically you could say it covers <laughs> just about all of December and January if you want to get technical. Because yeah, if you get the muñeco and the rosca, then you have to throw a party at the end of January 
for all the people there that, and you have to buy the tamales, I guess, or make the tamales. So, so yeah, you're on the hook. So yeah, I'd never, I just, I just prefer, you know, we'd have those in our office and stuff and I'd just prefer not to eat the Rosca. (laughs) I'll let everybody else take their chances. (laughs) But did they have office tamale party? Where they bring them in? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Probably not, but you know, principle. It's I just guess. the idea. You have to feel <laughs> guilt on that day. Ooh, yeah. I was supposed to do the tamale. Feel the sense of obligation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So no, I'd never wanted to get the muñeco. Definitely. I did. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever get the muñeco, Melissa? Did you ever eat some rosca and get the baby? Probably. I don't remember. Yeah. remember. I never got it. And I wanted it every time. <laughs> I never got it. You wanted it bad and you just couldn't get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I don't think I wanted to eat anything. So I just didn't eat it. No, you were on M&M's at that point. That was your go-to <laughs> favorite. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to risk it. He's eating that weird looking bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so that's fun. So yeah, it's a big long season, I guess. It's a uh, very festive, exciting. It's not not usually snowy, so you don't get that part of Christmas. But uh, a very important holiday, very special. There were sometimes a lot of people just get out of town as well. There's that period of time between Christmas and New Year's and, and Dia de los Reyes. So a lot of people after Christmas, then they'll and they'll head out of town. Lots go to Acapulco and want to spend New Year's at Acapulco or other things like that. So actually, there's a few times when we just stayed there and spent the season in Mexico. And that was one of the best times to be in Mexico City, wasn't it? Between Christmas and New Year's because everybody got out of town. So there's no traffic. It was calm and peaceful. And just being in the city, there was hardly any people. It was yeah. kind of like the best time to be there. <laughs> nice. It's cold because your apartment gets cold. We talked about that in a previous thing. No heater. So yeah. it's kind yeah. of cold, but it is peaceful and a different yeah. feel than normal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a very fun time. Very festive. Mexicans love to throw parties. They love to spend time with each other and very social. Family. And- very family oriented. So lots of family get togethers, uh, lots of spending time with family and throwing parties and stuff in the school. I mean, you did like Christmas stuff in the school, right kids? Yeah. Yeah. We uh, did the nativity. We acted it out and we sang. Mm-hmm. And I never got picked for a role. I was always in the choir. <laughs> how about you yeah sam uh in loma saltas i think or mm-hmm. I, I made like a little pencil holder and we got to decorate it with a bunch of like i don't know wires that are full of like fuzz and stuff and then i think we made snowflakes as well i think some of that paper i think there's some of that stuff on the tree that you made at loma saltas all three of you Probably. Mm-hmm. Were you ever picked for a role, Melissa? 
I don't remember. I was probably just in the choir too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they do full on Christmas programs, then they with music and everything. So it's it's a very fun time to be in Mexico. So if you ever have a chance to go down there during Christmas, it's a it's a wonderful yeah. time to be there. So we enjoy it a lot. So I hope uh, we're not in Mexico for Christmas this year, but uh, maybe we'll get down there again sometime. But uh, to our listeners out there, we wish you all a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year. It's great to see the, we've got, if you're watching the video, we've got some Santa hats and Christmas trees and such going on our show. So looking good. We'll be all together for Christmas this year as a family, even though we're living in different places, but we're, I'm looking hey. forward to that. So love, I love all of you and uh, looking forward to seeing you in person here pretty soon, girls. And yeah. again, a very Merry Christmas to our listeners. Feliz Navidad. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. And maybe we'll have some more bonus content on the website. Be sure and check us out at MexicoRevealed.com. Send us your comments, subscribe to our podcasts on all the platforms, and let us know what you think. But we all hope that you have a very safe and happy Christmas season and a very prosperous new year in 2022. So thanks again for joining us. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.